0: Hello and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy and Jasmine and today we have Cynthia Potter and she is with the Exceptional Family Member Program. Um, So Cynthia, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? About myself, well. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Well, obviously, I work with the Exceptional
1: Family Member Program. I am their new specialist, so y'all be gentle with me. I'm Um, I'm pretty new here. (laughs) Get the
0: newbies on here. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but I do have a pretty significant background in um, families with special needs, children with special needs, and things along those lines. So I've been working with with
0: family members and children um, for a real long time. Okay, okay. So today, specifically, we're going to talk about some of the things that go on with the kids with uh, special needs um, mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. So yes. one of those, we well, two, two things specifically that we're going to talk about is the...
2: IEP and the 504 plan, you can say with the IEP. I think it's the individualized...
0: <laughs> Educational program. There you go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, 504 mm-hmm. and IEP. Yeah. So, let's start off with the 504 plan. What exactly is that? So, a 504
1: is more so for accommodations for kids who qualify for specific medical needs. Um generally these kids function really well in a gen ed classroom so they don't need the actual special education classroom time they just need extra accommodations in the general education
0: setting in order to um, be successful with their peers okay so something like um in Correct me if I'm wrong. So would something like speech therapy, would that be like a part of the 504 where they would go and get speech therapy? It could be.
1: Generally, that's more um, along the lines of an IEP. Okay, so So we'll get into that. So accommodations are more like extra time on tests or fidgets or things along
0: those lines for those kids who who require that for whatever needs. Okay, so a child, like you said, the fidgets. So Mm -hmm. a child that needs to be constantly doing something, Mm -hmm. then they would have in the 504 that... Hey, this child is allowed to have yes. their fidget spinner, oh, or, yeah. w- whatever or whatever their little fidget is. thing is. Yes. And I've
2: seen the texture issue because I know my little one; she hates the feeling of like khaki pants or like those. <laughs> yes. um, I forgot what they're called—the slacks kind of or yeah. jeans. She mm-hmm. will not wear those. So oh, really? yeah, she, she it irritates her so bad. Yeah.
0: So is that an accommodation? It can be
1: mm-hmm. if it's a, if it interrupts or um, inhibits them from the fair and appropriate educational process okay then yeah they can absolutely get an accommodation for for
0: for texture texture okay um, if it has an impact okay and I did not know that Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. all right so when we're talking about 504 and EFMP what is it say for instance my child has a 504 Mm -hmm. and they have a um their accommodation is to have some type of fidget, not necessarily a fidget mm-hmm. spinner because that can be distracting, right. but maybe just a quiet one that they can mess mm-hmm. with. But the teacher is not allowing them to have it. So yeah. where can, is this where ACS EFMP comes in? Absolutely. We have
1: actually um, a few members of our team who will help family members through the process if the accommodation is for their child are either not being met or being impeded. So,
0: yeah, we definitely have ways to help with people. Okay, so that is something, I think that's important Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. our our listeners to know that if your child is on that 504, and those accommodations are not being met, then ACS, or EFMP. EFMP, (laughs) yeah, ACS, EFMP, can come in and kind of... Assist you through the process and making things right for your child okay so you serve as kind of a, a liaison yes to speak between the parent and, and the school yes okay yes okay I like that I like yes. that okay so is there anything else about the 504 that people should be aware of um there are specific things that your children will qualify
1: for it is not like an IP process you don't actually have to sit down with a team of people in order to have a 504 enacted okay um you generally bring that up to Whoever their five hundred four specialist is, oftentimes it's the guidance counselors, okay, or or the school psychologist or whatever. But you can always go through their teacher and request it. The teacher knows the routes to go through to okay. get that. So if they're interested in getting a five hundred four because they don't have one yet, um, talk to your child's teacher. They'll let you know what needs to happen, and or
0: you know the the guidance counselors. So. Okay, so. It's not, so they need to go through like a guidance counselor or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's up to the parent Mm -hmm. to advocate for their child. Yes. To say, hey, my child has these issues and I feel like they need an accommodation. Yes. And that would be the 504. Yes. Now, can um, EFMP help with that? Absolutely.
1: Um, We can help that parent get their thoughts together as far as whatever they can bring to the teacher or to the guidance counselor or to... Um, the the meeting that they have for the 504 plan, we can help that parent get those things together to bring to them, to show them
0: this is why my kid needs the accommodation. Okay, so you guys help prepare them. Yes. It's like, okay, we're going to get you in there and make sure you're giving them the right information. Here's yeah. some notes. Here's some notes, but you're not actually <laughs> going to do it for them. No, absolutely not. Okay, that's an important thing yes. because a lot of times we say, when, well, we'll help you with it, then people will take that, Will help you as to say that I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yes. and
2: with that process, is that kind of I know like the IEP, the system navigators will go mm-hmm. with them because that can be a heated process, right? Right. Where the teachers just like nope, yes, and you're just like first of all.
1: <laughs> so That's can the they end. like <laughs> can they like step in when it does get heated and kind of? So the system navigators don't go for that purpose. Um, okay, that would pretty much be where I would be able to step in oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs> so if if it needs more than just a support person yes um, then that would
0: definitely be something that I would assist with okay oh, okay all right so and we keep going you know so 504 hmm is the parent advocating for the child mm-hmm. and then you all coming in and you know giving them pointers on how to have this meeting or things to bring up right as the reasons why they need the 504 right. so then we have the IEP which right. is the individualized, individualized education, education plan plan okay yes. so can you explain to us ex- you know what is the IEP so an IEP is educationally based so obviously because
1: it the E in oh IEP. <laughs> so it also has accommodations, but generally the children who are on an IEP require some sort of special education stuff, okay. which is where we were talking about, like the the speech therapy, the occupational therapy, okay. um, physical therapy. Some schools not all offer physical therapy. Um, those kinds of things are more, you see them more in an IEP. Okay. Um, because those things do have an impact on the child's learning. Okay. So they require those special
0: um people, you know, be it the teacher the specialist. So pretty much a specialist mm-hmm. that would need to come in there and okay. help them. Yes. Now Normally, if it's someone that, if a child is on an IEP, Mm -hmm. will, does that automatically mean that they're going to be in a classroom, um, you know, like a special ed classroom or something like that? It does not. It
1: does not automatically qualify your kid for a special education classroom. Your child can stay in a gen ed setting. Okay. If they are functioning well in a
0: gen ed setting. And gen ed is general education. Yes, I'm sorry. You're (laughs) That's part of my job. Yes. (laughs) To get those acronyms. Hopefully I know them.
1: <laughs> so as long as they can function in those gen ed classrooms, they they the school will leave them in the least restrictive environment, which okay. would be that gen ed classroom. If they're not functioning well and they need more supports or more interaction with a teacher or an adult, that's when they would put them into um, the special education classroom or sped classroom. Okay. So.
0: Okay. So how does ACS EFMP help with the IEP?
1: So again. Um, our system navigators would be the ones to help with that. They are only there for assistance and, you know, moral support okay. for the parent. Um, what we will do is we will help these parents get through what it is that they want to see for their child as far as goals. Okay. Um, because that's another thing that's important with an IP is an IP has goals for this child to meet. Okay. So those goals are put into the IP in this kid. You know, they they mark them down, you know, this this child has to um, meet this goal by this time. Okay, so it's like in 30 days or, or you know, half a semester or half right. A year. Right, they need to be here, mm-hmm. so okay, all right. So we help the parent figure out what goals to set, um, figure out what they want to see from their child, what their goals for the child are. Okay. And then again, the navigators will go just like the 504, they'll go as moral support during that meeting to help that parent kind of stay on track and
0: and have their voice heard. Okay, so from what I'm get, gathering, and I could be wrong, um, so the system navigators are there for that moral support. Mm-hmm. And you as the specialist mm-hmm. are there as the strong arm. If, if, I, if, <laughs> if I need MED. it. If I need it, <laughs> yes. And y'all have, have
1: so much experience with this because I used to work for a school district before okay. I came here. Okay. So, so hey, I've done this process a lot.
0: So can you tell me a little bit about what you would actually be doing as the EFMP specialist in these situations? What would be your role so as the specialist i wear i, I pretty much wear everybody's hat okay
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly because you're a specialist <laughs> right i have to know how to do all the things um but in in the event of like a 504 or an iep it would be you know i would go in and assume a a laid-back role more or less i would allow the parent to speak but i would be able to interject on topics that need clarification or things okay. that we need to make sure are addressed or, you know slow the meeting down so that the parent can understand what's going on because a lot of times they use technical jargon and y'all
0: <laughs> just like our acronyms yes. so it's like
1: if you don't know you don't know yes so. so as far as that goes i'm there to help the parent ensure that their voice is heard ensure that their concerns are heard and ensure that needs are accommodated and met
0: as much as possible okay and so one of the things that keeps popping into my mind is Mm -hmm. like reading, Mm -hmm. where a child, you know, for whatever reason, they're not reading on grade level Mm -hmm. or maybe they have dyslexia Mm -hmm. or something like that. So is that under a 504 or is that an IEP? So those are two separate things. If they're not
1: reading on reading level, Mm -hmm. it can be a 504. If they have dyslexia, it can be either or. It depends on the severity of the diagnosis for that child and how much intervention that they're gonna
0: need. Okay, and so, like, okay, say for instance, the child has dyslexia, and you said set, setting goals with IEPs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, this child is reading on this grade level, so by the end of the semester, the goal is to have them here, mm-hmm. or the goal is to have them to better understand, mm-hmm. come up with a plan on how they can better read and understand right. something that's going to work for right. them.
1: And they don't always, like, the goals that they they, they put forth in the IEP they're not always met by the school year. So their okay. their goals, eventual goals because an IEP is more than just one year. Okay. So an IEP is I believe in Texas it's 3 years with a review annually. Okay. So those goals can change in those years if that child meets that goal or then you have another goal yes. on top.
0: So you have like small goals mm-hmm. and then that major goal. Yes, that comes. And then so you said that is a process that goes overlaps years. Yes. Now is the five oh four the same way? Um five
1: oh four is generally the same way. Okay, so yeah. it's it's not I think something it's a little longer actually. Okay. I can't so remember. you
0: don't have to necessarily um go back every year and say, I need this five 50- oh I they had this five oh four last year. Yeah. I still need it this year. you can make
1: changes you can you can change those accommodations if for whatever reason say you know the fidgets aren't working anymore so we need uh resistance bands at the bottom of the chair for the feet oh okay i never thought about that so you can add things to that if if they're helpful for the child so if one thing stops working and the teacher's like hey i've noticed that there's some things and we're having some more behavior issues then you can introduce other things
0: and then uh, another thing i want to clear up too these IEPs and the Mm -hmm. 504s, they're not just for elementary school kids. Absolutely not. They go all the way up through, I know some people have like 504s through college. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, the accommodations to be able to have extra time taking tests Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, just like uh, different Mm -hmm. accommodations. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, they can't work on this type of quiet room away from, from everybody, from everybody yeah, else those, so, those okay all right so that's good yes. to know too that it's it's something that can go on to their college years yes. just to make sure because we want our kids to succeed yes that's yeah. the whole goal here yeah. yeah so
2: and then with it being pcs season and everybody coming in here yeah well, like come into fort bliss um i guess how was the process for them
1: to start from coming from a different state so make sure you bring your school records with you y'all yep. 100%, get your child's school records before you leave so that you can bring those with you so that there is academic records for them so that the schools can review that. Bring them, bring them, bring them. <laughs> bring um, them, <laughs> please. And then when the school year starts, you can request okay. both of those things. You know, I feel like because of this and this, my child
0: needs a 504 or an IEP.
1: Okay, okay. Right. So,
0: And I'm I'm glad you brought up, Jasmine, about the PCS season Mm -hmm. because sometimes, you know, like with the 504 where those accommodations, just the fact that they're moving to a new environment Mm -hmm. could be, it's like, okay, they need additional just to be able to adjust, you know, especially I know... with children that have autism and they get used to those routines. Those and routines, and now and all people. of a sudden you're putting them into a new routine. Yes. So sometimes, you know, PCS and you need to revisit it. Yes. And you bring out a very good point. Bring the records with you. Please. Do not, you know, rely on that school to send you before you leave your duty station, if it's here or if it's somewhere else. Annie. Go to the school and get your kids' records. Take a leave. Hand carry them. (laughs) 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 Yes. Put them on digits, you know, scan them, do whatever you need Mm -hmm. in case something happens to the paperwork. So I would also do it that way as well. Yeah.
2: And then definitely transition from COVID virtual school to PCSing, throwing, you have a lot of kids starting high school, starting middle school. So not only do I have to change everything, but it's like complete middle school no friends and they're
1: already anticipating you know the the buzzwords the learning loss from mm-hmm. being at home in the virtual mm-hmm. environment and then again like you were saying all these kids are going back to school and they haven't been to school in a year and a half yeah. for some of them yeah
0: so we're going to we're going to be busy you're going to be busy cuz yeah. you know you think about those kindergartners and those first graders who it's like for half a year for half a year at <laughs> yeah. home Right, and now they're like in a class where it's like, oh, they were fine at home, but now mm. they're they have the challenge of having other children, other kids, yeah, and it's like, okay, why does Billy get to have that mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. don't? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so or I guess snacks whenever they wanted, right? Yeah, it's like guess. the refrigerator is right there. I can go give me a snack, right? <laughs> yeah, I know she's that. always thinking about food. Oh God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I'm so glad that, you know, you came Um, and you spoke with us about this, because I think this is an important mm -hmm, subject, especially, you know, as Jasmine stated, coming into PCS season, or even just for military families, you know, we do have PCS seasons, but we have to always remember that people PCS... All year, you know. Ideally, you know, people trying PCS when the school year ends or during those big breaks. Right. But sometimes it doesn't happen. You don't get a choice. You don't get a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care if it's in the middle of August or, well, that's PCS season. But <laughs> November. Yeah, November. Right. There you go. It's like right PCS. after Christmas. Yeah, it's like PCS in Thanksgiving time. Right. You know, you're gonna have Thanksgiving in a it. hotel. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> And they're yeah. that. So, an adventure. But if anyone has any questions, whether they're PCSing or not, yes. if they have questions regarding their child's education mm-hmm. and accommodations that need to be made, ACS, EFMP program is there, either with our system navigators or through you, our specialist. Mm-hmm. But I also want to mention, if we have any educators who are out there and want to get more information, we also have our EFMP educator.
2: Yes, which I will be hitting all the schools. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I,
0: <laughs> yes. you know, and she's there to give you guys mm-hmm. information and to do that outreach. And, you know, you can even have her out to speak with the parents. Yes, and, You know, yes. if you're having, like, you know, if they're having a, a, a What is it? I don't even remember anymore. Where all the kids get in the auditorium? (laughs) Learning. Oh, those. Uh, what are those uh, called? uh, Nobody knows. I can't even remember either. Yeah. No. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's been a year since school, so my kids haven't been in school forever.
2: Yeah. You know. So
0: my youngest just graduated from college a couple years ago. So yeah. So I don't. You know when they go to the auditorium and assembly. There you go. Said, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yes, Chris. he you. was struggling over there because he knew the answer. The whole just like what the heck? You like, know, that's <laughs> that's why we have a producer. <laughs> oh my Because all of us have brain freeze over here. Yeah. Yes. So when they have an assembly, if you have an assembly mm-hmm. or something, and you want somebody from ACS and EFNP yes. to come out and talk about those things. Yeah. jasmine is your girl
2: and i will be getting with this military school liaisons at each school as well so that i can get the report of how the schools are doing where they're struggling okay so yeah yes. i will be out and about so you can stop me if you have questions
0: if you see her in the street stop her yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> not if i'm eating though okay <laughs> so she gets a little little hangry over here. but yeah so cynthia thank yeah. you again we got yes. off track there for a second <laughs> We always do. But thank yeah. you so much. You know, I think this is a valuable source, mm-hmm. you know, for our families, something that they definitely need to take advantage of. And even if they don't know, but they're thinking that their child may need to mm-hmm. have some accommodations, to come in and speak with you guys. Yes. Um, so you guys can help them out, okay? Is there anything that you would like to add that, you know, maybe I didn't cover? Um. <laughs>
1: so anything. Really guys, anything that is the non-medical side of EFMP, if you have questions, if you need assistance, if you need help, please, please reach out to us. That is the sole purpose of why we are here. Yes, We are more than happy to help you, and if we can't, point you in the direction that can't. So please, please, please remember your ACS EFMP, everybody's. Because we're here for you.
0: Okay. Yes. And I love that because that's a perfect segue to my next question for you. So what brings you joy working at ACS EFMP Ooh. program? My my ultimate goal in life, what I wanted to be when I grew up,
1: <laughs> is I enjoy helping families and children who require special needs or special treatments. It is the thing that brings me joy and to see the smiles on the faces when things
0: start to happen okay so when you yes. see that turnaround yes. awesome sauce okay't mm-hmm. know why I said that. <laughs> 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 but again Cynthia thank you yeah, and if you all pleasure. have any questions regarding EFMP you can contact efMP um, you can call the main ACS number 915. Yes. Um, 915- Five six nine, nine
2: four, four
0: ACS, ACS. four two two seven. So
2: option can, one now. They changed it. It's option one. I, I'm, I'm glad so. you yelled that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> option one. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> okay. So EF&P option one, mm-hmm. and we will. They they can get transferred to you all. And you mm-hmm. can answer all yes. their questions, and if you have other questions, you can drop those down in the comments, and or just you know. Send us a message on Messenger. Yes, you can come into our (laughs) DM and do that. Okay. Okay, So again, thank you all for listening. This is Tracy and Jasmine. Don't oh, don't forget to subscribe and click that bell. All right. Bye.